Kentucky Attorney General is suing the governor. I like it. That it, law of lesser magistrates. That's why he's there? there. More of that. Do you get your health advice from a tranny? Oh. Would you do that? Uh-oh. I'm sorry. You say what? Yeah. And and undercover cops came in and busted a hair salon. Yeah. Uh, that. Were they selling drugs? Yeah. No. They were doing nails. <laughs> <laughs> Hey y'all, welcome to Cross Politics <laughs> on the Fight Lab Feast Network. Pastor Toby, Chuck Knox, I'm the water boy. What? Oh man. Play it again. What's wrong with you people? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, guys, Knox County is going insane. Where's in Knox County at? Knox County's in Tennessee. Okay. Uh, the, the, health, America. the health director is saying uh, that you can't take communion and instead. Um, they should consider guiding parishioners and how to connect with the spiritual aspects of these practices during this phase. Can, can they go to Walmart? And it's actually, and communion, just so you know, is not a core part of Christian worship, according to the health director of Knox County. Wow. Who, who anointed him the, the leading pastor? That's a woman. Oh. Ouch. Yeah. That's why you never, never listen to a woman preacher. <laughs> Even if she's even if she's a director of a health district, I can't believe we just and and mm. yeah, the, I mean that's how you get trannies running this. Yeah, well we're gonna get right? there. We're gonna right? get there. I just I just don't feel right about this whole show. I'm just saying I'm letting my feelings out right now. I'm, I'm feeling some type of I, way too. I, I don't feel good about what's going on in Idaho. I don't feel good about what Trump did yesterday. Um, really? We're we're gonna get to all that. But, you're, just, but, you're just upset at everybody. Yeah, I'm, my my soul, my spirit is not right within me. Okay. okay. So well, before before but, we get there, real quick, before we get there, real quick, um, here's some upcoming fine, events that we're gonna fine. be at. Real quick, go we're, first. We're, we got Grace Agenda coming in August. Everyone, sign up for that. Yep. Come to Moscow, it's Idaho. Free. It's free. It's Grace. It's free. We'll be there. Yep. Uncle Gary will be there. Pastor Wilson will be speaking. Of course, yep. Pastor Toby's speaking. School of Practical Christianity. It's gonna be fantastic. Back to the basics. Great time. We need that right now. Yeah. And, and we'll do a little cross politic event somewhere in between all the madness. Maybe um, a somewhere. Sabbath feast or a Psalm so, sing, something oh. like that. Yeah. Well, it'll be. That a, sounds good. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. And then we're gonna be uh, at our own Fight Laugh Feast conference, our first annual Fight Laugh Feast conference in Nashville, Tennessee, October first through third. Club members, you guys get a hundred dollars off. So email me for your discount code for that club members uh that's that lineup is fantastic you guys got to go to fightlifefeast.com look at the lineup look at the schedule we'll see you there in october we're going to come out of this strong i'm excited to be there in october and then lastly we're going to be at right response uh ministries uh first annual conference also in san diego yeah you know that's, that's nice that's gonna be fire that's gonna be Virgil fun and daryl from just thinking just Podcast. thinking boys yeah it's gonna be rowdy over there yeah oh, yep. yeah so download the app get connected with right response ministries already and we'll see you guys in San Diego. Also, download the Fight Left Feast app. Yes. Just by the way. I mean, yep. if you haven't downloaded it yet, I mean, what's it's, wrong with yeah, you people? It's the only place to get... I like what you say at the end of it. Are you listening to the Daily News Briefs, by the way? Those oh. things are phenomenal. I mean, yeah. it's just so helpful to get caught up real quick mm-hmm. every morning with a Daily News Brief. Yeah. Every, yeah, every every day. Every day. Every day that we remember. Just yep. get it. But every, 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 every day that we feel like it. The best worldview <laughs> baseball podcast. In the in, world. In, in the bullpen with Mark Dewey. You Isn't have that? to listen to so it. So my, bo- my boy from ADF texted texted me on Monday yeah. and, and he said, man, I listened to Mark Dewey on cross politic last week yeah. and I never download apps. Yeah. I, I never had, download I apps. I had to do it. This time. Oh. Me and my boys, we downloaded your app to catch Mark Dewey. In the-
the bull yeah, in 80, the bullpen. People from ADF are downloading do, our app. Do you have about his intro that? music? I don't have it on oh, here. Oh, yeah. man. Just just listen to that first intro, and you're hooked. Yeah. Yep. You he's, are he's killing. Hooked. He's killing. Oh, man. One Hat Technologies is a software development company. It's not a hat company. Mm. But they, they have hats, but they, do have they hats. still have hats. But we have a hat. Their motto is software craftsmanship to the glory of God. I love that. One hat builds custom apps of all kinds, business apps, mobile apps, web apps, desktop apps, even apps for smart home devices mm. uh, so that they can spy on you. So if you're in the market to have a new app developed, <laughs> you should definitely check out one. Well, I can't say that. You can't. No, you can't. You can't tell nobody to check it out. I can't tell you to do anything. But is there a you, website? We cannot tell them to I, go to I, One Hat Technologies. What they can't go to where? No, no, no. That's they illegal. can't go to where. Um, it's it's. It, I'm just going to say a website, and you can do whatever you want with it. Okay, one Hat dot com forward slash cross politics. I might yeah. go there. One Hat dot com forward slash cross politics. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's all I'm going to say. Mm, message. During a news conference this afternoon, Attorney General Daniel Cameron is striking a new tone with Governor Andy Bashir, one that hasn't been publicly heard, but one that surrounds the Constitution. These seem overbroad in my judgment as it relates to the travel ban and the way that the, uh, the church restriction has been applied. The Attorney General demanding the governor allow churches to have the option to hold in-person services. Also joining in a lawsuit filed against the governor weeks ago by a northern Kentucky woman. That lawsuit over the statewide travel ban. Both topics, the Attorney General says, have been overstepped. I'm hopeful uh, that he will recognize the importance of our First Amendment and constitutional rights. I like that. Uh, if not, then we will be prepared to move to the next step of, uh, of filing a lawsuit to protect. Can I, can I just say here that the reason why there's tension here is because the government in this whole crisis is basically claiming sovereignty. Yeah, yeah like, absolutely. Like not even constitutional yeah. sovereignty. Yeah. They're just claiming no. yeah, they're you, just you, know, you can't you have communion. Yeah. You yeah. can't have communion. Yeah. We're king. No, yeah. It, no, it's this is the nanny state. I mean, yeah. This is the thing we've been talking about. Like they're, they're, it's and, and I, I don't mean this as an overstatement. It really is um, nearly – Totalitarian. Yeah, it's yeah. getting there. It, it's yeah. like it's entry. And by that, it means like we can touch anything we want to. Right. That's I'm not right. saying they actually have done that. Yet. Right. I mean, yeah. we, you know, yeah. most of us are still able to. They still let Walmart open. You can still go to Walmart. You yeah. can still, you know, do you know, go get your cup of coffee. Go get your liquor. That's because Walmart worships at the altar. Well, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. You but know. but they have they're basically they've demonstrated though that they don't actually think there's anything off limits. Yeah, you know the, the reason that churches are so important in this is because they're actually one of the few that are going to stand up to, for the Constitution. Absolutely, they're, they're an institution yeah, that yeah. is a pillar right. against their their overreach. Right. And, but if, but and, if churches haven't been discipling their people on even how to understand the Constitution, they right. can't stand up. Yeah. Right, that's absolutely true. Well, Dr. Levine told me there is now a big a focus on three things mainly. Widespread testing for anyone who wants it, she said, huh. getting adequate medical supplies and making yeah. arrangements for a surge capacity of patients. For that, they're waiving regulations covering hospital beds. Huh. We're discussing no! we might be able to, to, to add beds, uh, uh, how to add ICU beds, and then in particular the equipment that What's we've been real discussing. Name? So all of those conversations are happening as we speak, as we prepare. Dr. Rachel Levine, uh, the Secretary it. of Health in Pennsylvania, stop. told me I, I, in a moment. Make it that, stop. I, I can't go on. I can't go on. <laughs> My slide is stuck. Please. <laughs> That's a dude. That's a dude. And he is the director. And, and if you're listening to this, it's a yeah. dude in a dress. 
And and he's it, the it, it, director of the dude, Department of what health it, and welfare at in Pennsylvania. He is the director of health and welfare of Pennsylvania. That is unbelievable. Pennsylvania and, and these, girl, you in trouble? <laughs> boy, you mean boy? You no, in trouble. No, okay, he's, he's talking to Pennsylvania. Okay, okay. <laughs> what? No, but listen. I mean, look at this. Who did this? You got okay. This is the insanity. Yeah, this is the insanity yeah, right. that we are in. Yep. You got a cross-dressing dude. Yep. And worse than that, maybe. I don't know what kind of drugs he's taking. Who wants you to call him Rachel? Who, want, who, who doesn't know who he is, doesn't know who God made him, doesn't understand basic biology, and he's in charge of health yep. in Pennsylvania. And, and the COVID response. Yeah. This is, this is a metaphor for the whole deal. Who's running yeah, all of this? That is right. That is exactly right. Trannies. Right? Yeah. Which, America! What's wrong with you people? <laughs> if you don't know what a boy is and what a girl is, you yeah. should not be trusted with anything. With anything. Right? You, you, there's not, there's, this, is, this is why my soul, I don't, I don't, this is why my soul just doesn't feel right. Is because. <laughs> no, but this is who's running the show. Exactly. Right? And, but, but we also have here in Idaho. Uh, them making the same measures and precautions or whatever that Pennsylvania's doing. Absolutely. We're supposedly conservative. And whatever happened to conservatives in the belief, they, they used to trumpet this at some level that, hey, we want you to, you, we think you, the individual, can make the best health decisions for yourself. Right. And we don't do that. Right. We slipped into this totalitarian situation. And I, I, I think moving forward, if Christians don't start is, exercising so, certain muscles right now, yeah. Yeah. then moving forward, it's going to well, be. We're, but there's problems. No, we're. I mean, I think it's actually gone. What do you mean? I, 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 that that muscle? That, no, that, yeah, the muscle's gone. Yeah, I, I think the, mm. the. I think it's gone. Wow. I, I think what we have right now are are some. Uh, you know, it's it's like when the when the corpse is already gone, but it still it's, it, yeah, it yeah, yeah. wiggles yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You know, the kids they fall down dead yeah. and then they shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what's going on right now. Wow. Okay, that's what's left of the conservative Christian church. Right, right. Where it's dead. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. Right? The fact that all of it, but it's been happening for decades. Yeah. I mean, and the, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, this, this, you knew that this, this muscle was dead when Roe versus Wade was passed. Yeah, right. And and all the states were like, yeah, I guess, I guess that's what we got to do. Yep. Yeah. Romans thirteen. I, I guess Romans gotta, thirteen. I guess we got to let them murder the babies. <laughs> yeah. And then Obergefell just a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, dudes can marry dudes. Romans thirteen. And, and everybody's like, eh. there was yeah. one crazy lady in Kentucky that was like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Right. That was it. That's right. Right. That's that right. was it. Yeah. Right? But yeah. here's the thing, the whole tranny thing. Is totalitarian. Yeah. Okay. The Absolutely. Whole, the whole instinct is to say, "I will be God." Yeah. Yeah. I am God. I will be God, and so that means you remake the world in your own yeah. image. And I demand that you and, recognize and, me as a woman. And it's yeah. inherently violent. Yep. Yeah. And so what that dude is doing is he is defacing the image of God on right. himself. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And at the same time, is completely dishonoring every woman in the world. Yeah, that's every, right. You are not a woman. Where's yep. the feminist movement at right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in yeah. Pennsylvania, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, I don't believe you. You know, another thing too is I know there are a few people that were probably watching, and our response probably caught them off guard. And if if you saw this and you didn't do what we did and had that knee jerk reaction internally, then you're the one who got got. Yeah, they yeah. got you. What, 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 what do you call desensitized? You've been desensitized yeah. so much so that this yeah. is normal for you to yeah. see. Right. Absolutely, you've been desensitized so much, yeah. and now whatever they want to bring in, yeah. you're comfortable with. Yeah, right? and they got you. I think Vody Bakum talked about this in "Gay is Not the New Black." Yeah, right. desensitize, jamming, and, and conversion. conversion. Yep. And by now, if you didn't have that yeah. reaction, and you don't have that reaction, you've been desensitized, yeah. and you're on the way down to conversion. And you've been jammed. You've been and jammed, and you're and you're, yeah. and you're nearly. Well, converted. jamming. This is a jamming process. Before you move on, this is a jamming right. process. Right. So that 
they desensitize you to the trans. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the jamming process is they put it with health. Yep. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They put it with the science. Yeah. They put it with the health. I mean, yeah. you don't Things want, you you want people to, to die. That's right. You don't want people to that's die. That's right. right. You just want people to die. That's it. Right? Yeah. And that's the jamming process. That's the jamming like, process. Well, I, well, how do I respond I, to that? I, I don't oh, want yeah. people to die. Yeah. But, but you want you want people. I mean, sh- that man yeah. is, is, he is the death of humanity. Yeah. Right. I mean, that, right. is, that is suicide. That's yeah. right. No wonder and, why we can't tell what but, a. <laughs> but but, but when, you, when you let this proliferate, this is, you are asking for. Um, you're asking for this, and there's no breaks on this insanity. No, no, you, you, yeah. you can't say dudes can be girls and girls can be dudes and dudes can marry dudes and you can yeah. murder babies and then somehow have anything reasonable to say. Yeah, yeah. Well, Doctor. Oops, sorry. No, that's good. I uh, uh, so I'm actually embarrassed uh, for Pennsylvania. And um, but I'm more embarrassed for what happened here in Texas. This woman says she's preparing to break the law. Shelly Luther is vowing to open up her beauty salon in Dallas at 9 a.m. tomorrow, despite the state of Texas ordering all non-essential businesses mm. to remain closed. Why are you opening your salon? I'm behind on my mortgage. Um, I know that a lot of my stylists haven't paid their mortgage payment. Mm. It's either come in and make money to be able to feed your families or sit at home and, and freak out. Have you had moments where you feel guilty? Maybe I maybe this opening of the salon could Jamming. actually spread the virus. You feel guilty? I don't want anyone to get sick, and I don't want the virus to spread. It, it will be one of the safer places for people to go instead of going to Walmart or Home Depot. Ooh. Since news broke that she's defying the order, the small business owner and mom of three says her phone has been ringing off the hook with people who want their hair done. <laughs> How concerned are you that you're going to open and uh, the police are going to come? I'm prepared to, you know, take on that if, if it does happen. I hope it doesn't. The state of Texas tells Inside Edition if we receive a formal complaint, we will open a case that will be investigated. Notice how they say there that. are 19 yep. stylists who work at Salon a la mode. Luther says they need to get back to work immediately. Luther says she'll have strict precautions in place for both workers and clients. Notice how they say if we receive a formal complaint. So they're not, it doesn't sound like they're actively going out yeah, to do it, yeah. except for, yeah. except for the, well, the, even the detective. In Laredo, in Laredo, the, the, Laredo oh, Texas. The Laredo, Texas. Dude, Texas is going. This is where I'm embarrassed. Yeah, this is where I'm embarrassed. What is wrong with Texas? Man. Right? Did you see what this, what, what they did? Yeah, so two undercover police officers, yeah, detectives. They, yes. yes. They, they, they po- posing as customers. Yes. Okay, these two what a shame. cosmetologists do nails and, and, Eyelashes, yeah, and, and they're doing it out of their house right now. In their house, yeah. Um, get customers via social media. Yeah, some people snitched on them. Told the PD snitches. Laredo PD had a couple of their officers, private investigators, pose as potential customers with mask on. Get them to get them to agree to do it, uh-huh. and then bust them, arrests them. Yep, and charged them. I don't know. And I can't charged them. That's unbelievable. That's. that's that's why I'm embarrassed in Texas. I thought this uh, was interesting here. We had to, um, uh, uh, one of our friends put this comparison together where it's comparing Sweden, who did not do a lockdown, right. in relationship to Michigan, obviously, who did a lockdown. And the, and the reason why Sweden and Michigan are, are a decent comparison is because they have population size, similar population yeah. size, they actually similar line up in a lot of land ways. mass size, similar density sizes, and so forth. And you see that Sweden, who never locked down, Got, uh, has about a little under 2,500 deaths. And Michigan, who's had some of the most draconian, draconian lockdowns, you yeah. can't even buy flower seeds at the right. store right. Uh, kind of lockdown. Because flower seeds spread coronavirus. Ooh, yeah. Actually, uh, if, you, if you plant them. It spreads freedom, and we can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, and they had over 3,670 more, 1,100 more deaths, deaths. in Michigan. Yep. And, and this, and one of the obvious questions that comes out of this sort of thing is, is wait, wait, wait. So, but what about population density, you know, so, right. size of the mm-hmm. state and you checked on this Gabe and actually the population density is really close. Yeah. It's very, very similar. Um, yep. And so, but here's the thing, here's the thing. You can't argue with trannies. Yeah. You can't reason with trannies. Yeah. Okay, they threw reasoning out the window. That's right, and you have trannies running the country. Yeah, yeah. Okay? yeah. I mean that's that, and, you know that's what you have. You, and I think that issue right there is probably one of the things that's bothering me so much right now is that they have the narrative they, and, and you can't reason with them they, at all. And here's the thing: in the beginning, it was all about the data. Yeah, that's okay? right. The used Imperial College study, the yep. Washington, the University of Washington study comes out. And everybody says, "Look at the models; it's kind of yep. scary." Even yeah. though the Imperial College was not peer reviewed. Uh, Hold on. I, I I wanted to say that. Boy, he just talked about he, jumping but everybody. Here's the, but here's the thing. You guys saw Dr. Erickson and what's the dude's Kern, name? From the Kern yeah, County right. doctors. Yeah, so they, yep. they come out with their – they do the press release. Yep. And they say, hey, um, look at what the numbers we're seeing. And everybody suddenly becomes a data modeling specialist. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like, amazing. Like, but their thing was not peer-reviewed. Yep. And it was not a random sampling. Yep. And the same thing happened with the Stanford study, also with the Florida studies. They're all saying these have not been peer-reviewed. Guess yep. what, guys? The Imperial College study has not been peer-reviewed. Yep, that's right. And if that everybody would have been exactly acting right. like that from the jump, no. we probably would have yeah. a whole so, different setup. So if that's the standard, then open everything back up until we have good information. That's Preach right. it. But right now, you have locked down the country, yep. and you have we have you've completely thrown 30 out million jobs. due process. Yep. 30 million unemployed now that's in right. counting, right? But that, this is Romans 1, guys. God has given us over to crazy. Yep. Right. You want yep. trannies in the libraries? Yep. Here we go. More cross politic when we come back. Well, what a great place to end. Americans have been traveling down the health insurance highway for decades. But lately, it's been taking us to places we don't want to go. For Christians, it's hard to know which road to take. Or is it? Samaritan Ministries provides a different direction a biblical path for their members to pray for each other and share financially in each other's medical needs. This idea that Samaritan has adopted from the book of Acts should permeate all parts of our lives, not just health sharing. We, as a body of believers, are living out New Testament Christianity. This is what God intended for the church. Do you believe that you need an insurance company or do you believe that God will provide your needs? And there are people that you've never met before who are going to pray for you and meet your needs. There's another way. Looking for a new direction for your health care? Visit us online at SamaritanMinistries.org. Logos Online School is your affordable partner in classical Christian homeschooling, offering live teacher-led instruction four days a week to students in grades 7 through 12. Our experienced, enthusiastic teachers provide instruction in math, science, literature, history, languages, Bible, apologetics, rhetoric, government, and economics. Find out why more and more Christian homeschoolers are turning to Logos Online School for the education of their children. Go to LogosOnlineSchool.com today. Hey, hey, look at this. Look at this shirt. What you got on? I got my Fight Life Feast t-shirt on can we make some polos it feels good or at least like some something i could put a five, five, five right here. Polo? Yeah. Uh, you got one didn't you get one yeah i need another one <laughs> <laughs> hey welcome back to cross politics on the fight laugh feast network maybe a few different colors too support rowdy christian media like this one and become a fight laugh feast <laughs> club member and get your own your very own t-shirt 
while supplies last. Mm. Hey, with us on the line right now, we got Dr. Mike Ratliff. He's a general surgeon in Houston in his 30th year of practice. He's married, has four kids. They baptize, uh, uh, doctor? You baptize them kids? Yes, well, look yes, at that. Sir. <laughs> yes, sir. He's on it. He's on it. Yes, he, sir. He was ready. I did it. He's a member of St. David's Church there in Tumble, former elder at the church, originally from Fort Worth, Texas, board certified in general surgery, and a fellow of the American College of Surgeons. Ooh. Dr. Ratcliffe, thank you very much for joining us. A pleasure. Thank you. So give a, you're, you're on the front lines. I know you're in, in surgery, but what's your take on the whole corona crazy and um, particularly how the government has been handling it, and maybe as a follow-up, how would you have handled it if you had been president for the day? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it changed things just upside down, as it has for so many people throughout the nation of the world. Uh, the, the hospitals, I think, and I'm glad to say my hospital included, um, responded pretty quickly about uh, preparing for the worst, uh, not really knowing if, if that quote unquote worst would happen in a, in a large metroplex area like Houston. Right. And, uh, but, but things changed pretty suddenly. The, the work inflow, uh, diminished rapidly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot to do. Um, uh, supplies were short. People were panicked and, um, it, it changed the atmosphere of the hospital in general. I could just, could just tell when, when work diminishes and there's not there's not much to do and yet people are on edge because of the contagion aspect and so on, it right. it does change the atmosphere. It it, it was sobering. I think what the, what the government did initially, um, I think was seemed appropriate to me. They were cautious. They were aggressive uh, because this is it was it was the unknown and that that's what made this this venture. So, so difficult, mm-hmm. I think, is the, it was new, it was unknown, we didn't know really what to expect. Uh, what, what I have been glad to see is that the government, to, to a fairly extensive degree, has practiced federalism at its finest and kind of uh, let, let the individual states, governors, mayors, and local authorities and so on to kind of run the show and not try to run it out of D.C., which I think is wise. Um, how is how have you felt about your own state and your own government in Texas dealing with this? I, I think it, it sometimes it's I think it's been overly cautious, um, and and again I think there I, I wonder sometimes if if the leaders are just worried about making the wrong decision, looking yeah. bad in comparison to their neighbors, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and and regretting things and as a result they they walk on eggshells i I don't know it's Mm -hmm. a difficult position for them to be in i I realize but uh there have been some draconian measures and i think that's been not only in this state but elsewhere uh that that have been challenging to deal with i know we we may visit about that later in, in the talk but uh um well, but, uh, what, how about this? Um, in, in the president's press conference yesterday, it was stated that the number one industry leading the job loss is the healthcare industry. Now, you, you touched on that a little bit, like your work had diminished over over the last month or so um, because of some of the changes there. How is, how is it possible in the midst of this pandemic that the healthcare industry is actually leading our nation in the, in the job loss world? It's the irony of ironies. I, the, the, 
I think that the public are they're they're of course they're frightened. I think the media fuels that horribly uh, with a, a lot a lot of sensationalism. As a result, people are not going to see their doctors, and it starts at the primary care level. But that trickle down effect will affect someone like me, and especially like surgery, because if you don't go to your doctor about your your gallbladder, your hernia, what have you, there you're, you're eventually not going to get to the surgeon to to address the issue. Mm. Um, so that doctors got way beyond my specialty. Same kind of thing. They're not they're not seeing patients. They're or if they are, they're they're being innovative, doing telemedicine and things that can can help, but are certainly limited as far as good medical care. And uh, as a result. I, I, my colleagues here at this very hospital talk about how they've, they've cut back their hours, they've cut back their staff, they've um, cut back, you know, just the number of days they even come to the office. And um, it, it's sobering. Uh, I, I think it's starting to slowly get better, uh, but it, it's painfully slow. Just just to zero in for a second, uh, you, you kind of noted this in passing, but in terms of like your own take on um, how serious the virus itself is. Um, you noted that initially we didn't know what it was. Um, you know, you've got these Imperial College data models, you know, pros- you know projecting maybe as million, you know, millions of deaths, um, hundreds of thousands of deaths. Um, it's been scaled back significantly since then. Wa- University of Washington had similar projections. Now we've got these antibody tests, st- uh, studies starting to come out. Suggesting that it's you know the virus has uh, been in the states you know for a lot longer than we originally thought, um, a lot more asymptomatic cases, much more um, widespread. The mortality yeah. rate seems to be dropping considerably. Um, it, you know, seems to be particularly virulent and and and, um, and deadly, lethal for those over sixty five, but most under that, it's not um, a whole lot more deadly than um, a flu virus. What what's your take on some of that? Uh, that's, that's a very good summary, and I, I will tell you that uh, as more information comes in, I, I, I think that it is true. It, it's much more prevalent. The, the, the distinguishing feature is its level of contagion, and, and, that, and that's significant, particularly in uh, a very heavily populated, tight communities. We obviously see it in New York City and other places, but, right. uh, but, but we see more and more that, that there, there are many asymptomatic carriers and is being confirmed by laboratory data and this data is building day by day yeah and it, it is changing the picture of, of what we're seeing um, and meaning that I think you're right I think it probably is more commonplace than we realize and that uh, hopefully we learn from it in the sense that uh, quarantining the the healthy just doesn't seem the best path that, uh, but certainly protecting our elderly and our immunocompromised patients uh, uh, is, is, is a important factor. Sure. And I think I think when we see in the elderly or people that have a lot of what we call comorbidities, a lot of associated illnesses, yeah, it's very complicated. And someone that that has issues, diabetes or um, uh, heart failure, heavy smokers, obesity. The, the, I think you probably heard these over and over again. Yeah. You know, uh, it can make COVID uh, much more a, a deadly problem, mm-hmm. but it, but it's multifactorial. It's not just COVID, and I think we need to remember that. Mm. So with the risk that's out there that we see from, from COVID-19 and from the virus, 
um, and then what we see happening to hospitals. Is there a way to balance that from your perspective where we don't have hospitals that are having to lay off so many people and yet at the same time we're able to protect the people that need to see their doctors? Because you got a lot of people who probably would see their doctors, but they think, oh, my goodness, I'm going to die going to go see my doctor. <laughs> You're exactly right. I, I think there is a lot of that fear. And I think by lifting, uh, maybe not just suddenly, 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 but, but, but gradually – uh, the, the restrictions uh, in the communities. Houston is seeing that happening. Um, uh, businesses are starting to open slowly that uh, hopefully people will uh, start venturing out and getting getting medical care that they need because we can't just ignore congestive heart failure and, and diabetes and, right. and other mm-hmm. issues that are just as significant. I, I just read on a surgical blog that, that I follow the American College of Surgeons that uh, they, they just, uh, surgeon just saw a patient um, with metastatic pancreatic cancer uh, that, that was very delayed in diagnosis because of the COVID. It was mm-hmm. tragic because uh, things look pretty bleak from that regard. It's a good reminder to me, and, and I know it is for the medical community, that we've got other issues that just as much need dealing with, even though COVID's got the spotlight. Yeah, yeah. Love your neighbor, right? Exactly. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, so, um, one question I had. You mentioned this. It reminded me when you were talking about the comorbidity um, factors. Uh, one of the questions we've asked a few different people as we've talked to them about this is: we've seen reports um, that there's been pressure to report COVID deaths um, wherever you it's you know, sort of suspected. You know, you've got people who have you know died from one thing, and then the you know, later autopsy confirms that they had COVID, and then that becomes the cause of death. Um, is that driving up the the reported numbers? I don't know the answer to that. I think, I, I, but I can see that 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 could easily be happening. There might be. I'm, I don't know this, but I'll say that if is there financial incentive to to to, to this kind of reporting, um, and does it reflect accurately though the the the, the medical uh, environment that that we're working in? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the answer to that, but. Uh, it's concerning yeah. uh, because um, the patients we do see dying and we've had patient deaths here at this hospital from COVID uh, typically are either elderly or immunocompromised yeah. or re- really have some associated conditions that are really contributing. And, and COVID is bad. It, I mean, it, when it hits the lungs, it, 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 it makes for very difficult respiratory problems and challenges yeah. on a ventilator and, and we and we see the, the the dire results, but uh, but there there's it's a very complex picture with a, with a lot of things uh, factoring in. Have you had any pressure put on you to handle? I mean, in what you guys do at all? To I mean, so there's a fallout effect from from COVID nineteen that doesn't have anything to do with COVID nineteen, like for instance, churches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, had, you know, they, they've kind of had this whole different fallout too. Are you seeing anything kind of put pressure on you or a fallout from this in your area of, of expertise? As far as, as the church is concerned, or as far as no, surgery just, and, yeah, just surgery itself. Um, no, I think we're just being advised strongly and, and understandably to, to, to be cautious, to wear the gear, uh, treat all patients uh, as if they could potentially have have the problem, uh, face mask, protective equipment, and so on. Um, and, and, and I want to, I want to do that. I don't want to be unwise, but, uh, but I, I think it's, there can be some overkill in this and that, of course, everybody dons a mask. There's, 
everywhere in the hospital. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a mask on and uh, we're washing our hands regularly, just common sense kind of things. Right. Uh, I don't know what kind of impact that's going to have on uh, on on turning this disease around. I, I have to wonder, but uh, yeah. But we're do but we're doing it and we're we're complying and uh, it's. Uh, maybe not submitting to governing authorities, but in a sense it is uh, here at this hospital and, and throughout the city. I, I shouldn't be surprised by this, um, but I am. It's, it, there's, it's, every state is doing some sort of draconian measure, except for like South Dakota, and there's a few that, that haven't. Um, in Texas, it seems like the state health board has given you guys some some directives on this whole thing and really kind of put a put a – uh, put some force behind it. Uh, what what happened there with your state board? Uh, there were actually three uh, entities involved. The state board was the main one, the Texas State Medical Board. The governor, the lieutenant governor, uh, came down at the in- initial outset of this when we didn't really know what we were dealing with and how bad it was going to be that, that to suspend all elective surgeries. What, what I admittedly... Uh, took umbrage at uh, was the the threat if we didn't do it, uh, ranging from licensure suspension to wow. severe financial penalty, even to imprisonment um, <laughs> if, if 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 anyone was quote unquote caught doing elective surgery. And I mean, we're professionals, and if, if we're asked to do something, we're going to do it. And but there was so much threat, 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 and I think. If there was a hue and cry that I heard early on in the, in, in the COVID crisis from, from the medical community and particularly my colleagues was just kind of the insulting nature of, of, of how that was uh, uh, presented to us. Right. And um, I, you know, we so, have thick skin, thick skin and all this, but, but, yeah, but yeah. it was, it was kind of sad. Right. So, so the, the state board, threaten you guys if you did non some sort of non-essential or non or elective surgery during this covid crisis that they would either fine you imprison you take or your- take away your license um how uh how does how does that work how, how does i mean like how draconian is that for you and how does that how does that play out with your hippocratic oath that, that that's a good question i i i we we, we certainly had lots of discussion among the, the um, I'm on the medical executive committee at this hospital that I work at. And we had many discussions about how do we honor this? How do we honor the Hippocratic oath? How, how do we take care of people? And certainly the, 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 the most expendable will be elective surgeries. Somebody can think about a hernia. They can, they can just, just hold on and we'll get to it someday. But uh, even if you're uncomfortable and, uh, yeah, but there there are lots of gray areas that, that can 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 crop up uh, with patients. Um, that uh, a patient has gallbladder problem but doesn't have an acute infection, mm-hmm. but they're but they 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 hurt every time they eat and they're starting to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Is 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 that still an elective procedure or does that become a little more urgent? So right. it, it took it took trusting our judgment to make that call and. And not riling the higher ups about what they you know, that, ask us to do. But that puts, a, that puts you in a terrible place. Well, and I'm trying to figure out: isn't the surgical room supposed to be the most sanitized, cleanest place that you could be at? Yeah. 
Well, it, it is, but the but the, I think the motivation behind the the demands were to not use up COVID supplies, ventilators, PPE, um, yeah. staff, everything, and it's the overcrowding the, thing. The, the, yeah, but the irony is, but look at everybody's off work. Yeah, well, and the irony also is that that those supplies weren't even close to being used up. We, we've got so many ventilators unused. We, you know, people don't know what to do with them. And yeah. so it, it, we, we swung the pendulum to the other side for there, sure. There was a temporary um, hospital actually built there in Houston that they're taking apart now because it was never even used. It was like Seattle. Um, so, Dr. Ratliff, how do, how do you move forward now with this? I mean, things are going to slowly get back to normal, but are you guys going to able be, or be able to ever repair the damage that was done in the process of this? I I, uh, I think it, what the the process of repair is going to be very slow going. I, I we keep thinking what's well once we open up the economy and once we tell patients we're ready for business that doesn't mean it's going to happen. And I think that it, it's going to be a slow process. And we're still going to not have a whole lot to do at times, and uh, that's, mm. that's that's challenging. Uh, just, we need to just be patient and persevere, but. Um, but um, we'll get through it. I, I, I'm certain of that. And I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for what I do. I love what I do. Yeah, and we're and, thankful uh, for it, too. Yeah, I appreciate that. Glad to have thoughtful Christian doctors yeah. thinking through these things yeah. and trying to do the best they can with a difficult situation. But, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really concerned that there's going to be a lot of deaths because yeah, of this, because yeah. of this, not COVID yeah. deaths, no, yeah. the, the pancreatic cancer deaths and the yeah. breast cancer deaths and right. the other things that didn't get treated yeah. during um, this time because mm-hmm. we were focused on one thing. Doctor Mike Ratliff, thank you for joining us on Cross Politic. More Cross Politic when we come back. Classical Conversation supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. We provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum local like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and we train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit our website at classicalconversations.com. Classical, Christian, get connected, get community. There was a moment in, in think it was this week where we introduced you, Gabe introduced you, and you yeah. pointed at all the cameras. He's like, he's like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Pastor Toby, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's how you do it. I'm pointing point all, all my fans, all my that's fans. Funny. Hey, oh, hey, you're doing funny. a good job over there playing with that music well, board. I'm figuring it yeah, out. Yeah, if, if, if you meet all the qualifications for stage one, we'll oh. move on to stage two. What's stage two? Oh, uh, you know, when we'll let you have a few more buttons. Oh, I, I, I better hurry up and master <laughs> and this. And then we'll, we'll, I've been lazy during the quarantine. We'll, I should have mastered we'll this by you, now. We'll, we're, we're doing eighty percent right now, oh. <laughs> and then we're going to go to ninety percent at stage two. Wait, yeah. I thought this and, was mine. And you can do a real podcast. You can do a real podcast. I thought I had control of this. No, no, no. I don't. No. All right, all right. So, so read. Rebound Idaho I don't like this. came out came out this past week. The rebound order, Governor. You, you Brad, will, you will rebound. Yes, Governor Brad Little gets up and and he's gonna lay it out there for us. Mm. I'm pleased to announce that due to the continued responsible actions of the people of Idaho to slow the spread of coronavirus, we have met the criteria to enter into stage one of our safe, responsible approach to reopening Idaho's economy. That 
Uh, I'm hey, sorry. I was just watching the guy on the you, other side you, doing all the sign language. <laughs> oh, yeah, what, what did he exactly. say? You know he's saying something completely different. <laughs> you, know, you know the sign guy? He was like, <laughs> and you can make popcorn. He's saying, yeah. he's, he's, like, saying he's like, crack. blink, blink <laughs> twice, help, help, help me. <laughs> I just want vitamin D. Can we please get past this whole coronavirus? That's all, that's all I was watching. Oh, my God. All right, so we've been in this for 70 days. Yeah, so, he, the, so, the, he mentioned, so, so Idaho's been in this for 70 days. Mm-hmm. Um, that hasn't been that the, long for the no, order. Not no, the, but the he's isolation talking, order. So he mentioned this in the press release later on, 70 yeah. days. But it's talking about from when the COVID started coming in Idaho. But yeah. the resolutions, he he just wanted a biblical number that was on yeah exactly it was on march 25th was his first resolution <laughs> we've been going through this for okay. 40 days yep. and 40 nights <laughs> and now we're in the 70th year <laughs> but so the 70th week so the stay me. home order is expired on on, uh, on april 30th april 30th yep. and in its place on may 1st he's yep. implemented a stay safe order can called rebound idaho rebound I- can he do that well so legally stay safe I thought when we talked to they Heather make you Scott, wear your seatbelt. Uh, that's true. But when we talked to Heather Scott, he did this. He was out of options. Yeah, I don't know. He so the thing is, is that it's it's ambiguous because he's appealed to the Idaho Constitution, which does allow him to declare martial law in states of emergency. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Now the problem, of course, is you have to you know somebody somebody sue him. First of all, yes. Did we have an attorney general like Cameron Dan- Daniel Cameron? And no, we don't have no. a Kentucky. Can't, I, I, I don't looked have a- up our attorney general after William Barr yeah. sent out his memo last week, telling yeah. all the attorney instructing generals, instructing the ninety-three attorney generals across the the country uh, to check the orders and make sure they're constitutional and not infringing on constitutional rights. There, there's yeah. ninety-three attorney generals. That's what I just said on the thing. I don't know. How does that, how's the math work out? There? Uh, there's, I don't want to know, know yet. Maybe there's like a maybe some states fifty-seven states. Ninety-seven. <laughs> there's ninety-three okay. states. Um, the, um, and so I looked him up, and on the very top of his page, yeah. I don't remember his name, but um, frequently asked questions. It says, "Is Governor Little's order isolation order constitutional?" Yes. That's it. Huh. Yes. Okay. Can can we just check and see if there's any okay. deposits in his accounts, or if he has an offshore account anywhere somewhere? I just want right? to know. But <laughs> so, but the thing is, so. You have to demonstrate, though, and that, this is what really needs to be um, pressed in the courts, is re- emergency? Yeah. What, yeah. What's the emergency? What right. is it? How, what's the stats right now in Idaho? Well, hmm. uh, I think we have. Well, we got 60 deaths in Idaho with a total of, I think, a little over 2,000 hospitalizations, yeah. real, around 2,000 yeah. hospitalizations. Yeah. You know, when we get done with this, I want to know when Governor, Governor Little is going to declare a state of emergency for the 1,300 babies that are murdered oh, in Idaho oh, every single year. exactly right. You can't say this is a state of emergency yep. for 63 people that have died when 1,300 babies are slaughtered in exactly their mother's wombs right. every single year in this state. Oh. That's right. That is amen, Where, Toby. If you're going to do this, right? But but I don't think this is a state of emergency with 63 people dying. No. Um, no, but, the, but they're winning the that's argument. Be, that's because they have everybody at home and like he said he's proud of the people of idaho for doing that right so he's he's that's the authority he's claiming he's saying because in the idaho constitution now this is something that the legislature needs to take care of yes they do yesterday yes they do they they need a mandate they need to get in there and they need to say no more of this crazy business yeah um you have to you have to have some threshold some standard by which to to judge whether you have an emergency and even then there should be other checks and balances on this because this is insane i i think like the idaho legislator somehow needs to be worked into this where they they need to approve his mandatory or his military maybe maybe i think right now it's he's allowed to do this for 60 days 60 days i think before the legislature has to approve it right so he started on Uh, march 25th and he's got 60 days so i think so he's just now working into a second 
30 yeah. days. I think um, it, there should be a, a check where, like, maybe he could do a, a, a 10 day thing or a two, two yeah. week max. But he's, right. he's got to get more accountability. Yeah. Well, right now he's released, he's eased off some of the measures, though, right? So right. he's allowed people to go back to work. So it's well, not, not really. Restaurants, really? restaurants still aren't allowed to go back yeah. until after 15 days. And you can't go inside restaurants. Right. They can still do so curb delivery. There's gyms can't open up. I mean, it's, yeah. you it's know not really, much nail different. salons. Yeah. For the first two weeks, it's not much different. The thing that really bothers me about the nail salons and the restaurants is that the free market already has a fix for this. Absolutely. Yeah. If yeah. you go to a, a, any place to get your car worked on and when you go there, you drive off from getting your tires fixed, and they roll it, off your vehicle. It's cleaner than you when you left well, it. Well, <laughs> my point is, is that, no. that that car place can't stay in business yep. if every car that they drive right. off there yep. from there gets into an accident because right. the tires fall off. That's exactly right. This is and so, this, this right. kind of attempt at top down doesn't work. Um, at, um, at regulating at all, it doesn't work. And, and and but but the free market does. Yeah, and because if you know that yeah. people you know come into the restaurant, yeah, and then a then a, a COVID outbreak happens in your restaurant, guess I ain't what? Going to eat there? You ain't getting any business for a yeah. while. And, right? and actually, if if your people come into work and they sneeze, they don't know how to hand hand wash the hands, right. and yeah. well, I ain't going there. But right. we already have a fix for that. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't need some sort of governmental overreach. To, yeah. And this is it goes back to what uh, Pastor Kerry Gordon was talking about yeah. earlier yeah, this week. Right, right. Yeah. Like you know what? I have a flock. I care for my flock more than these people do. Yeah, that's true. And, and if and, and and I think you can extrapolate that all the way down to businesses. If yeah. we start harming our clients, yeah. they don't want to do business with us. Right, right. They yeah. and every business owner is in the best possible position to know how to take precautions, yep. protect their business, that's protect right, their family, right. and protect their customers. That's right. Exactly. And right. if they care about that's their right. business and they care about their customers, they will do a good job. And that's if they right. don't, they won't they be won't. in business. They right. won't be in business right, right now. But here's what's bothering me: is we're losing the argument. We are losing the argument in what all this. What do you this. mean? What, what do I mean? Well, um, they have the data on their side. They're saving people's lives. They have, right. uh, you know, the shelter in. Hey, right. look, our shelter in is working, everybody. Yeah. And this, then, this is actually the, the AP, the Associated Press, already has a story on the Idaho, uh, Idaho thing. And we're, that, you're right, though. The narrative is, is basically Idaho is leading the nation in terms of the conservatives. In terms yep. of conservatives, yep. Idaho is leading the nation. Mm-hmm. He actually, in, in Brad Little's press conference um, on uh, Thursday, he actually said uh, that Mike Pence cited Idaho as yes. sort of this as a great example, great a example. shining example. Uh, and because because as far as as far as conservative states go, he's at the front of the line yeah. reopening, and so this seems like he's the beacon of freedom. Even though there's still a gun pointed at your head and says, if, if you open up your hair salon, you're in danger of being prosecuted. What, what, what happened to South Dakota governor? What happened yeah. to Georgia governor? Yeah, apparently they, apparently they don't want to talk about that. You, you can't reference South These Dakota. These people are in South Dakota having a parade for her. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Let her, by the way, let yeah. her be great. Right, but then you're, yeah. you're, you're, actually, you're absolutely right. The narrative, though, is, is they took these extreme measures, and yep. then this is actually in the Associated Press story um, uh, from Thursday. It says the measures worked the measures worked <laughs> it's unbelievable on thursday idaho had 1900 confirmed cases at least 60 deaths due to the virus according to a tally by john hopkins university the measures worked well we, we've lost the argument and and when uh you remember when we had pastor wilson on the show yeah that was um, a month ago three april four 1st. weeks ago april, april 1st. 1st april 1st pastor wilson called it that trump is going to own the imperial college he's, he's going to say it worked yeah, yep. because trump saw the play did all the right moves. I tell you, we did. We wouldn't do. We were talking to Mike before. If we didn't do what we did, you would have had a million people die, maybe more, maybe two million people die. 
And if you think that we'd be at 65 or 70 or 60 or whatever the final number would be, one is too many. I always say it. One is far too many. This should have never been allowed to happen. Should have been stopped a long time ago before it ever got here or to other countries. Man. So he just claimed. So the Imperial College yeah. obviously is the one that came out with the initial model that was not peer reviewed. Not as we already peer said. reviewed, and and the initial model came up with two million potentially. U.S. would lose US, two million. Yeah. Would lose. Would with, have with lockdowns. Yeah, with, yeah. With That's the thing that people yeah. don't catch. Yeah. It was with lockdowns. Yeah, Originally, wow. they said with lockdowns, yes. it might be as bad as two million. And then, of course, it just keeps dropping down. Yeah, and they yeah, keep right. sort of putting that in the smaller and smaller yeah. footnotes because yeah. they don't really want to talk about the fact. They got it so wrong. The, right. the, the dangerous thing about this, so first of all, it, kudos to Pastor Wilson. For, he, he he's he's, 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 like, he's going to pivot. He's going to yeah. pivot, and he's going to say, fine, that's how many people would have died, and look how many I, I saved. Say, look yeah. how I say. And this, yeah. is just, this is a brilliant campaign. Yeah. You, know, you know, I saved millions of lives. Yep. Yeah. But what's, what's insidious about this is that the logic of that, though, is that we would do it again. Yep. Yeah. Because we would do it again, you know, take the, the, the scare tactic, the data model, that's the worst. And, and what do we need to do? Well, what worked? The measures worked. Shut it all down. Shut down worked. Um, Take, take draconian measures. Um, martial law, get your guns out. We have created the template moving forward to how to deal with outbreaks. Undercover cops. Yep. Posing to, you know, right. need to get their nails done. Well, yep. and it's, yeah. And hauled off to prison. That's, that's, right. that's what it's proved to me. I mean, this, and no communion on Sunday. Uh, because that's they're right. God. Yeah. Um, the, the whole idea of people snitching has also revealed something for me. I thought that America wouldn't be like Auschwitz or Germany. Mm. And I think a lot of us have thought that as well. Yeah. But with everybody snitching on everybody else who's trying to live free and do their thing right. and live yeah. in America, right. it's proved that we actually have that exact same makeup. If things, if the rubber meets the that road, DNA is there. if the yeah. rubber meets the road, yeah. we're going to have that same environment where we'll snitch on our neighbors. Are yeah. those Jews over there? Right. Yeah. I think those are Jews right. over there. But we're right. not, we're not nearly as bad as Germany, are we? Uh, well, we have abortion, so it <laughs> yeah. seems like we're pretty close. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. you know, again, I mean, and actually, Germany only killed like what? 12, six million. Six million? Eight million? Yeah. We're at, what are we at? 60 I'm million? 60, 60 million since 60 1973. Million. Man, what, what does Jesus say about Sodom and Gomorrah? They're going to rise up, you know, yeah, in this that's genera- right. with this generation and, and judge them? Yeah, that's I mean, right. Germany's right. going to rise up and judge us. Uh, yeah. You know, and it, that hurts. You look at it, and I don't think we've been paying. I, I've talked about this before. We've seen a minority community come out and say, "Guys, police brutality, this or that." Yeah. Maybe a little overage just stopping us for driving while black. We've also there's another angle on this. You have open air preachers who go out in front of the. Now listen, they're killing babies in front of an in, yeah. inside of abortion clinic. Right. Open air preachers come saying, "We'll take your children," right. and they're getting arrested for trying to save lives. Right. They've been that whole setup, that right. makeup that's there is a right. microcosm of what's going on right, right. now. Right. And, and we it's have the been same missing. In, it's the same insanity as the trannies doing that's library right. story hours. That's right. As if that's fine and normal. And people are, tranny doing health department director of Pennsylvania. That's right. The fact that the police would be called on the open air preacher or yeah. that lady, old lady out there yeah. who's begging for the life of that infant not to be killed. Yeah. Right. And that she would be getting arrested right yeah. now. You're, so, you're social. <laughs> you're not social distancing. <laughs> right. I mean, this is this is right. the height of Pharisaism. Right? This, right. this is what Jesus said. I mean, Jesus said what Pharisees Pharisees do is they they pick out gnats and they swallow camels. That's yeah. right. 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 That's what they do. And what do you, you're not social distancing. Get away yeah. while we kill babies. Yep. 
Right? You, can, you could shop and, in this side of the and, store and not in this side and, of the store. And it really is Phariseeism. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about cleanliness laws. That's right. Get your face mask on and mm-hmm. virtue signal. Yep. Show me your holiness. Hand sanitizer. Holiness code, right? Yep. Follow all of this virtue signaling. You can't, and, and if they're getting into the business, you, you know, you can't even have communion. Yeah. Right? Well, it, it really is disturbing that we are basically creating the model for how the government's going to do it next time also. Yep. And, and Idaho's not immune to this. It's, he, he's not quite as draconian and maybe as uh, the county of Knox, what was it, Knox County or whatever it was yeah, called. Yeah. Uh, but even Governor Little has instructions for uh, church Tr- churches. Services. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what, is, um, what is he saying? He's, he's, he says that, you know, we, he's got these kind of provisos. It's an order, and it's ordering you to consider okay. things. You need to consider okay. separate service times. You need to consider yeah. using signage. You need to consider directing the flow of traffic. You need to consider limiting the number of people in the service. Uh, recommend worshipers refrain from hugging, handshaking, and other physical contact, including, including perhaps also canceling communion. You should consider canceling communion. Well, the California order. governor instructed people not to even sing because when you, when you sing, yeah, it projects. Oh, it wasn't because when you sing, the Holy Spirit fills you. Because you're fighting. Because you're fighting. Yep. You know, we need some of them old-time saints to be like, I don't care what they say. I'm right. going to go ahead and worship Jesus <laughs> anyhow. They ain't going to come in here and tell me how to worship the Lord. I miss those kind of folks. Uh, I no. really do right yeah, now. No. Yeah. I know I said not use wisdom, yeah. but again, I believe our elders, our pastors are the best people to be able to say, we know how to keep our congregations Amen. healthy. And Amen. we don't need Governor but, Little but that, telling us what to do. But that, it, that, that takes gospel courage come on now that takes the gospel i mean because i think what we're up against is craziness insanity yep. Yep. i mean this is no different i said this in a news brief recently uh, which you can get at our uh, our app which you should have yeah, you should. Mm-hmm. but Download but app. this is no different than meeting the crazy man in the tombs cutting himself that's full right. of demons mm. okay that's america is the crazy man in the tombs full of demons Wow. Right? That's America. Yeah. And he's naked and he's cutting himself and he's out of his mind. Yep. Okay? You don't reason with that man. Yep. There's nothing you can do. Yep. Jesus has to give him his mind back. That's yeah. right. Right? Jesus has to drive the demons out and Jesus is the one who has to put him back clothed and in his right mind. That's, that's right. The only but don't thing. forget, only, right. some of these only come out by prayer and fasting. And that's the thing. You know what I'm it's, saying? And that's, that's what we're up yeah. against. And, yep. and, and, and that's why I said at the beginning of the show, uh, America's dead. I mean, this is not, this is not us. Yeah. It's not like we're kind of dead. No, we're dead dead. We need some right. resurrection. And that's what you need, resurrection. You Amen. need regeneration. Amen. You, you can't come back from this kind of death Apart from Jesus, Amen. Come raising on now. the dead, and that's the only kind of—that's the only way you'll have courage to face this with wisdom. That's Glory. Right. Mm. Well, if you're a fight, laugh, feast uh, club member, we just want to thank you. Amen. May the Lord God thank bless you, you real good. And if you're not, you need to sign up and may the, get those blessings that are coming with it. All that uh, <laughs> content that's back there. But if you're single, get married. If you're married, have some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. So until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight. Laugh and feast. Glory, this is cross politic. <laughs> <laughs> you feeling it? You hey. feeling it? Hey. May God bless everybody. <laughs>